ちも費やしてつづられた僕らの気分どうしてか一行の空白を埋められないお芝花のしおり挟んで君と転がす使い捨ての自転車忘れかけのレンガを積み上げた場所に行こう海を見渡す坂を駆け上って怖い暗いに青い空と右手に咲いた左手はずっと君を探してBut you're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And we're from the otakuspirit.com website, where you can go for our news, reviews, and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community of people who give us some wonderful feedback and questions, which will be featured in this episode, because this is our discussional episode. This is where we just, just chill and talk. So what's up, Chris? Not much. What's going on with you? How's the Lolly Empire? As... It, it, last I checked, everything was working very well. I hear this. this there's this guy that's in your stomping grounds. He's uh, Lolly Knight. He's kind of, kind of taken over almost. Uh, yeah, pretty much. You, you're you're he's, getting pushed. He's, you're getting pushed back into a corner. He keeps taking. Are you gonna claw? Lollies. Are you gonna claw out? Or I mean, he does sound like he's more accepting of people than you seem to be. Is is he? Yeah, because I mean, you're you're always trying to turn me into the evil guy, where he's just like anybody, come forth. I mean, even in the intro area, he's just kind of like recruiting people. I'm sorry. As long as you, as long as you support Gilgamesh, I'm, I'm not gonna. We're eventually just gonna get taken over. <laughs> just out of nowhere, Lolly Knight's gonna show up with a bunch of lollies and and followers, and just go. You look, we're taking over Taku Spirit, and then your new host is gonna be Lolly Knight and and Inju. And I'm gonna be like, okay, where do I sign up? <laughs> It'd be a lot less work for us. <laughs> Um, but anyways, we got uh, some new subjects that we're going to go through first before we hit our questions. Um, but yeah, again, we're at otakuspirit.com. Definitely check us out there. If you enjoy what you're listening to, tell other people about us. That's how you, the best way you can support us and leave us reviews on iTunes. But yeah, let's jump into our news. We have uh, about three new subjects that we actually care about within the last two weeks because we didn't have a discussional podcast last week. Um, our first topic is PonyCan USA, which is the American branch of uh, Pony Can- Pony Canyon. Is it Pony Canyon? Yeah, I think it's Pony Canyon. Uh, they are now... Of course, we've. I think we've announced that they were going to do Yuki Yuna is a hero and Gen- Genki Guy. Denki Guy. <laughs> Genki Guy. <laughs> that sounds just pretty cool. Uh, they're going to do the distribution of those two shows in the U.S. or North America. Uh, but... They've been doing a couple of new updates, uh, including price ranges. They got an exclusivity with Right Stuff to distribute them. And they announced bundle and pre-order bonuses if you pre-order these two shows. 
the unfortunate factor is uh, the fact that there's only four episodes per collection, so that means there's probably going to be four total collections that you'll have to purchase. Uh, these range about the $72 mark for these uh, these sets. The cool thing about it is that they're kind of pretty well packed with some stuff. There's um, an art booklet, um, which each one of those two packs are 24-page art books. Uh, they have character a, a, a special character song with the Yuki Yuna set, and uh, with the Yuki Yuna one, if you pre-order before February 28th, you can get a 10-sheet keyframe drawing reproduction of Yuki Yuna's transformation into a hero. And I think with the Dinky Guy one, you get uh, an autographed illustration created, especially for the release from the original Minkaka. Now, the interesting element of it is they also have a bundle pre-order thing. So if you bundle pre-order both of them together through a special link, you can get an additional illustration autograph from Dinky Guy Mangaka and an additional 10 sheet keyframe drawings of, I, I always forget her stinking name, uh, Togo, Memori Togo. So that's where the discussion comes from is there's a, of course, initial kind of fear that people have, like, is this the next Aniplex of America with insanely high prices for bits and pieces of episodes of the series? Kind of agree there. There's definitely a fear there. Um, I think the real question that this ended up bringing for me was where the value is in this collection. And I almost kind of fearfully say that this, at least for the Yuki Yuna side, because I'm not a huge fan of Dinky Guy, but I am a huge fan of, of Yuki Yuna. The, the, the struggle that I have is that the the value really isn't in the show. The, the show itself, it ends up being in the key frame drawings i yes. mean I, I i wholeheartedly agree when i when i first broke it down it was like yeah you can put ten dollars to the cd it's probably going to be uh what's the foo's sister the singing that she does probably something of that sort uh you also have a the art book which you're usually anywhere from ten dollars to of course in this case it's just a booklet it's not hardbound so it's probably about in the ten dollar range you have two posters which those can probably be about ten dollars because they're not huge but it's all really about the keyframes, and the keyframes end up being where I think the value is. I can't necessarily say that it's a, you know, they're not cells. I mean, they're not where they hand drew it, hand painted it, and this is one of the few frames they made to make the animation like the old days. This is more in the range of like lithographs, where they're limited prints that the company themselves do and distribute. So that's where I'm kind of getting where I'm struggling with if I want to buy it. And it really comes down to if somebody came to me and said, hey, I have a, a limited 10 fr uh, sheet frames of reproductions of the show's transformation of Yukiuna. Here, boom, $72. Do you want to buy these 10 frames? That sounds like a huge deal. So then I have to struggle if I love the show that much that I want those key frames or not. So, And then to top it off, you have to to get the other character, which I, I like. I like the idea. I think it's a great idea. What my main problem is is to get the other set. You yeah, have to buy. Forcing you to buy Denki a show guy, that you might not be interested. I in. don't really want Denki Guy. I mean, I like Fu. I but one character Fu girl. In that entire yeah Fu girl. One one character in the entire show that I like, and she's not all that significant in the show. Well, really. it's in the first four episodes, even more so. So yeah, and so I mean, do I really want to buy? another $72 set just for the other 10 
frames of the other character, which I actually like that character. So it's like, ah, uh, that's frustrating. Yeah, there's there's definitely a struggle to if this has got the value in it, and it definitely comes down to if if it is true for a fact that this is an Aniplex USA kind of thing with that Ponyo uh, Pony Ken is doing is then you really have to struggle with, is this show that important to you that you want to be those few people that they are hoping will buy the show? That's the same thing they do with Aniplex America. It's they, here's this, it's really expensive, it's only really for the diehard fans, and anybody else is really going to be left in the 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 cold for this whole situation. If they else release a full release of it later, I hope so, but until then, that that's really your only route for getting this stuff, so. Bummer. If if that's not in your price range, right? It's still it's still on Crunchyroll though, so definitely check it out there if you want to watch them. But yeah, let, let, let's move forward. We have our next new subject is going to be Crunchyroll Premium members now get manga at no additional cost. Excitement. I, I, you, do you think this is a follow up to what happened with Funimation? Because we just I, got I done actually, talking about I, that. I actually yeah, thought about that the other day. I was like, you know, I bet you that's their way of. Competing against the no sub th- or the sub pass thing, yeah. Except what was the it was like eight ninety nine was for the manga, additionally with the premium membership or were they separate? Uh, something like that. I I seem to remember. I ended up going up to the full. I think it's actually the eleven ninety five one. That sounds about. It might be about right. Uh, but this basically means that if you're in the six ninety five range of premium, that you're going to now be able to get both your anime and manga on top of that for free. Um, I think they said somewhere that even if you do have a trial membership of the anime anime streaming rights, you will not have access to it. You have to actually be subscribed. So, Moving forward to our next subject, we have, for all of our fans, which we have plenty of them, of Anohana, uh, the staff is now working on a new original feature film for 2015. Uh, the... The synopsis they have in the in the Crunchyroll is that uh, the film about adolescence will also be set in Chi- Chichibu City, the main stage for Anohana, but will feature a totally new story and characters. Uh, the they had a quick teaser that they released later, but it really only featured the the main key art, which is of this girl that's in a classroom setting, and you can look out into the uh, uh, out the window, and there's. I guess there's like people flying out there or something like that. It's 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 really kind of weird, but definitely for all the fans of Anohana, this is definitely probably something that's really really exciting for people. It, it's, there's people dancing in the air. That's what is in the background. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what the dancing in the air thing is, but um, unfortunately, have you have you still not checked it out yet? Have you uh, Anohana? Um, at the risk of uh, crucifixion, no, I have not watched it. That you totally did not avoid crucifixion by saying it like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 still really exciting. Um, they said sometime this year. I don't, I don't think they really have a, a date set yet, but definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, they said August. Maybe maybe the August is the the date that they have. But yeah, definitely look forward to that if you're if you're a big fan of Anahana. There's not much to talk about because we don't know really much information about that, but. I really enjoyed Anahana, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where they're going to take it from here. I'm not sure if they're going to do another death story or if this is going to be a whole new different type of story in the same... I, I'm assuming they're going to probably do another type 
death story with different characters. So well, the the key art looks gorgeous, but key art always looks gorgeous. So yeah, we had uh, what was it Key's new show they're they're building now, which that key art looks beautiful. So darn those key arts, they don't tell us much. We need animation. We need we need characters yelling at each other. Something. Uh, moving forward, we have I'm tr- I'm trying to make this kind of a regular thing just because I do like to kind of highlight when companies are distributing things. I guess we I could have probably put the first news article down here, but uh, Nozomi, who is Right Stuff's uh, distribution company, is licensed Sketchbook Full Colors. Uh, they are going to release a 13 DVD set, and I don't know anything about that show, so hopefully. It's a good show. It does look kind of cute and simple looking. Uh, they also have Funimation has licensed uh, Familiar of Zero Season 3. So whoa, if you've been waiting whoa, for that one. Whoa. Oh, is whoa, that whoa, one that whoa, we've whoa. already seen? I don't think I've seen 3. I think I, I know I've seen 2, but I don't think I've seen Season 3. I didn't even know that they released it. Um, it says, with the seemingly unending war um, with Albi- Albion... Albi- Albion... Now, far past them, Saito and Luis finally get a chance to return to Tristan for some much-needed rest and relaxation. All of their plans go down the drain, however, when the runes that bind them together suddenly disappear. With no magical force to make uh, sure they don't stray from each other, Saito and Luis uh, find a... Is it Luis or Luis? Luis is her her name. Well, yeah. Luis. Find the relationship that no longer defines master and familiar is pretty hard to maintain and even harder to get used to. The adventure continues when the former Zero now returned hero and his newly empowered master discovers more about each other than ever before in the quest to recover the lost runes in the familiar of Zero Rondo of Princesses. I'm going to have to look it up because I, don't I, think I, I didn't it. know that there was a third season. But I know it was third season. I just know I never watched it. But yeah, it uh, well it aired back in two thousand eight. <laughs> so and you know, I must I have, have watched it. <laughs> I, I I I seem to remember. I only watched the second season, so I still need to pick up this. I have the first season now because it was on sale during the, the holidays, but I still need to pick up two and now apparently three. So hopefully, we'll do a review here eventually and hit all that stuff after we get done with the millions of other stuff we have to review. But yeah, definitely pick it up if you're looking for it. Uh, that's that's all the news we have though. That's 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 everything. We can now move on to our community, which we have uh, I think six questions. They're gonna beat us up again. I'm I'm thinking so. I've I've, I've pre-read a couple of these and I am not sure how I'm gonna answer some of them, but hopefully hopefully we can get through them. Our first one we have is from Zeron Twenty One. Welcome back. Says, hey guys, long time, no talk. I've had a question I wanted to ask for a while, and I've just been way too busy lately. My question is about the last straw when it comes to tropes and things of that nature. When did the panty flashing, uh, boon bouncing, boon bouncing, accidentally, accidental sexual falls in start to bother you? And with what anime did you first go? Seriously, WTF. Thanks for the awesome show, and good luck for the rest of the year. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I think I'm a lot more accepting than I used to be. I mean, I used to, the first boob bounce or whatever, I'm just like, eh, turn off. I'm, I don't care anymore. Now I'm more kind of, I hate to say maybe it's desensitized to it, and it doesn't bother me as much as it used to, but 
I, I it still kind of bothers me when it gets to the point where it detracts from things too much. There's definitely shows that you know that's really what they're here for. That's you might want some kind of story, but you realize seriously, this is what they're here for. This is what they're selling. So, do you want it or not? Turn off if you don't. It, it's really bothersome when it's a show that I'm enjoying the story, but I keep having that distraction of things flying in the, in the in front of the screen. Like, the camera gets a little bit adventurous, so to speak, like Strike Witches kind of scenario. But I, I think, I think I'm, I'm more accepting of it than I used to be. What, what's your case? Okay. Um, I, 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 I've said it before. I don't think that we're really... I mean, we tolerate it. It's it's one of those things that we just sit there and we go, why do they have to do that? We we it's not that we hate it. We just there's a there's a place for that. If you want to be an etchy show, be an etchy show. Um, but if you want to be a serious show, don't try to mix etchy in with it and try and say it's a good show. It, it that's where it gets frustrating. Um, I my main problem with this issue is really more along the lines of trying to tell somebody hey this is a good show but yeah there's this in it and like samurai brides yeah samurai brides was one of the biggest ones and and that was the most frustrating one to to tell people hey this is really a, a good show um if i was to actually pinpoint an a show that i did that with i mean high school of the dead was almost there yeah, but what else did it offer without I know. that? And and that that, that was, was really those... what it was there for in the yeah, end. Yeah, and it, I mean, well, no, I disagree. I think it was a good show. I think they just plastered it was, it was way was, too much. It was on it me. was between action and boobs. Yeah, there wasn't really um, anything else there. Is my if, point. If I was going to actually say the absolute show that did the what he's saying, the the hey, wait a second, why am I watching this? It would have to be the hero show. The the store clerk. Oh, that's just going to the point of crude. Yeah. And that was really the point in which I was like, okay, I came into this show. I was expecting something really good. I I I loved the concept, but this first opening scene I was blasted away with, okay, this is not what this show is going to be. And it's like what happened here? I mean, really? Why? 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 Why is this? So yeah, can we can yeah. we can we go back over to there? Yeah, I I go I, back I, to your idea. Somehow I ended up in the in the strip club. I was hoping to be in the library. <laughs> <laughs> Where which where's where's the turn for the library? I I must have missed it. There must have been a door back there. I don't know. Can somebody show me? But yeah, that that would be probably the show that if you want to say a show that did that to me, I mean, I but have, you end up watching it to the end. That that's yeah, that's different. I i i have a to, I have a high tolerance for it, um, but there is there is a point in which it's like, okay, can we stop with it already? I I really don't want this. I don't I don't want to sit here. No, I'm a guy. I want to see it, but not on a constant basis when I'm trying to see something that is actually worthwhile to watch. But does that make sense? I just was I'm stuck on it. I'm like, I'm a guy. I want to see this kind of stuff. No, I, it's, I think, the, I think the big trouble with it, it really is where you're, you're expecting there's going to be something there. Like I said, I'm more tolerant of it now. The, the penny flashing and the boot bouncing does not bother me as much as it used to. I can pretty much eyes glaze over, over it. It, but it's really when 
it's really the falls and the tropes that really does bother me. And those will kill a show for me. If I keep, like we had here recently with uh, Issaka. Issaka, the first episode, we managed to have the main protagonist fall on the, the girl in her crotch, fall on her, kiss her, her clothes fly off. I mean, we're hitting every single one of those tropes. And that's that's usually what kills a show for me is when I'm, first episode, we check off five of these tropes. The second episode, we take care of the next five uh, tropes, one-on-one things. Here's the, here's the third episode. Let's make sure we cover um, 11 through 15 tropes. That's what really bothers me is when I'm just seeing the same thing I've seen multiple times. Yeah, it, it was funny the first time, but not the 50 millionth time. And it, it's just my own personal bother. I know people, most people don't really care too much about it. And they're like, I'm fine with it. I actually really like it. And that's cool. It's just for me, It's I've been around that block several times. So those usually bother me. But more so now than ever, I think if if I see something of value in there, just like Issaka, there's some things in there that I see value in. I will overlook them for now. It's just if you end up giving me 10 more tropes per one thing that I want, you're eventually going to break that camel's back and I'm going to give up on it. But boobancing and penny flashes don't really bother me as much as they used to. I just kind of whatever it's there. And if it's cute characters, I'm I'm all for it, I guess. <laughs> That's like my struggle with Yurikuma. Cute characters, cute designs. I love the art style. Then it's like, but do I really need to see them like the flower again? I don't know if I need to see the looking of the flower again. Do we need to? Thanks for the question. Our next question we got is from The Last Shadow 96, which says, so I have a question for both of you. Good thing it wasn't just for me. I would be alone on that one. Which video game would you rather be stuck in? Sword Art Online, Iron Crad? Uh, where you know of another world, aka Earth, and there are no, there are special skills you must unlock, and you dying meant dying in real. Or would you rather be stuck in Log Horizons Elder's Tale, uh, where you pick a set class before you enter, and dying just meant forgetting the other world, Earth? Attention, all worlds present present in the anime applies in the uh, to the this questions rules. I, I love that. Me. I love that note at the bottom. Attention. I think we, <laughs> we, we, we did that last time where we were like, we don't know if they have to establish that. This is a tough one, even though I want to say Log Horizon because you don't die. And that, I was going to say that if you're that's a, an easy one, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with Log Horizon because I'm not going to die and die for reals. I mean, <laughs> and technically, if we're going, you know, role play here where you're actually in this 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 world and you decided to play these games, you're probably just a, you know, a, a lot a shut in. So you don't really care about what you're forgetting. Seriously, come on. Right. I was I was but gonna, at the I same gonna, time. Yeah. Sora Online had cuter characters. Uh, I mean, there's some cute lolly. There's some cute lollies in Log Horizon, well, but I was gonna make this argument. Okay. Sword Art Online had more attractive. Here's characters. my argument for it, though. Okay, I would go with Log Horizon because I don't die for reals. Yeah, but that's a given. In in Log Horizon, do we ever get out? <laughs> <laughs> you probably be the only person going. Hey, everybody, um, let's try to figure out how to get out of here. <laughs> no, really, nobody. I'm alone here. Anybody else care about getting out of here? I do. Let's find some guy that's got Noel. So, so does that make an? uh, Is that a good argument? I mean, in Sword Art, they were actually actively pursuing getting out. Yeah, but you might be that extra that dies that they're trying to get out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. 
I, I unless, think... unless you got plot armor like Kirito, you're 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 screwed. Ooh, he did say the rules. So yeah, if I'm Kirito, heck yeah, I'm all True. for the Sword Online world because more waifus, right? And I don't die because if the rules are the same, I never die. There you go. Boom. Or you can be that 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 one other guy, the the male harem guy. I don't care to remember his name because he's so insignificant. Uh, I, I am not. I'm totally not going to be Klein. Klein, that's his name. Yeah. Or you can be the bartender guy. He was pretty cool. Yeah, he is kind of cool. Yeah, I'll be the bartender guy. No, I want to be Kirito. Well, he's married. That's true. He couldn't mess around with the so, wife. So you could, world. you could be, you could be him. But and, she, I'll, and I'll be. It's Kirito. not like that the wife knows what's going on in there, and we established this on the forum already. Waifu does not have to be a singular. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, my initial thought was definitely Log Horizon just because you don't die, but then I'm starting to think, man, Sword Art Online had a lot more waifu material. Log Horizon had a lot of cute lollies, but Sword Art Online has some good waifu material. So, yeah. But we we, we, we found a loophole. See, it's funny because we were looking for loop. We, we broke the last time we had a question like this by saying that there was no <laughs> rules, and now we found a loophole with this question because the rules apply. Kirito, yeah, we'll go with Kirito. Kirito is the is the loophole. You got it. <laughs> it's like breaking these questions. <laughs> Moving forward, we have a question from Lolly Knight. Let me prepare with a drink. <sighs> this is going to be a long one. So after beginning the second core of no, you have to oh you have gosh, to say that you have in. to say that like you're a an important you know courier from the queen the the Sundari queen. <sighs> so after beginning the second core of Tokyo Ghoul, I started thinking about anime original material in anime adaptations. Anime original content doesn't exist or doesn't exactly make headlines, <laughs> but it's kind of the boogeyman for an otaku who is a huge fan of specific manga light novels that they're hoping gets an adaptation. <laughs> I decree, after what happened with things like Trigun ending, among other things, the first Full Metal Alchemist adaptation, and the Pokemon, yes, it's an abnorm- ab- ab- abomination of an adaptation, if you want to be technical, the term anime original has become synonymous with terrible. It continues. My favorite example for this aforementioned first FMA adaptation... The source material. What the heck? Is that funny? The source material was almost considered a treasure at the time. So, what did they hope to accomplish by changing it so much? The numbers don't lie. Brotherhood is rated indefinitely higher both in the West and Japan compared to the first adaptation. So, changing it was obviously a nonsensical decision. So, the question I pose is this. Thank you. What do you think? What do you two think about major anime original changes? Do you think that <laughs> they more often succeed or fail? What do you think through the process, the thought process behind making such large changes is? P.S. Sorry for another long one. I really like to facilitate discussion. Nano Yasa. <laughs> That was like the the drum the doom 
rim shot right then. <laughs> that was perfect. No, no, yasa. No, no, yasa. Wow, um, that's, a, that's a lot to unpack. I hope you enjoy my wonderful voicing there. Maybe eventually they'll give me a recorder. I can go in a closet and record dubs. Anyways, where do we start? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, Tokyo Ghoul really is going to end up being a very crazy anomaly because it's the mangaka is the one working with this. If For those who don't know, you had the first season was following the manga. The second season, Route A, is where the mangaka is coming in and making it take a completely different route. And that's really cool because he's actually there fitting it in with the world that he created. You can't really complain about it. I think the problem with Full Metal Alchemist, did you end up looking that up with the if it was complete or not? I think from what I understand, it is it is that the first Full Metal Alchemist was actually started with the manga, but they ran out of material right. because they the the they hadn't or they had surpassed the 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 manga's material. And they went straight into doing their own story. I do not know if it was well, written by the Yeah, the question the is, is, we don't know if the Mangakaga was brought in and said, that, hey, finish it, please. I would I would assume not because of how much of a difference there is between that and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Because I Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood is absolutely 100% supposedly right by the manga. Yeah, um, so that's that's really the big difference there. So the question is difficult for us to answer because it really depends on what what elements are put into play. If you really do have this company going off on their own tangent over here, it's really up in the air if it's going to turn out to be something good or not. It's going to be annoying to anybody that read the manga and is like, whoa, this isn't doing what I want it to do, and I, I fell in love with these characters, and you're doing something different with the characters over here. Whereas it's a case like Tokyo Ghoul where the mangaka is taking its own direction and everybody that's a fan of the manga that I know is going, this is so cool. I like that they're doing this. It's it's not what I've already read. They're doing something completely different. And it's this guy's world. He's a lot, He knows what would happen if the character turned right right here because he created that world. So, I mean, it's it's a very difficult question to answer because it really does depend on what the, the actual, what's in play, really. Yeah. Um, general vicinity, if it is an anime that is original material, that is an anim- an anime original material, in a lot of cases, it would really depend on the writer. So if it's a good writer, you're going to get a, a great anime. Um, there, there's quite a few examples of this. Um, for some stupid reason, the only one I can think of is Vesda Plot, and I'm and I know that wasn't a great anime. It was a good anime. Um, you're talking about like full on original, full on original. Oh, uh, like on Gen, Zero. Gen, Gen, Uruba- yeah, Gen He does he does great stuff. Yeah, if, I mean, if you're he's... talking about things where they have no source material and it's com- completely new, yeah, there's there's a few cases. I mean, Terran Resonance, I don't think had any original content to it. Uh, Rage of Bahamut didn't really have any original content Correct. to it. Uh, I'll know Zero really love it, no original content to it, and I think I said that already. But I think what the question really he has here is is something that has a source material right. and it's and it's going a different direction, which that is is really it's it's so now mixed. Pokemon Pokemon is a is totally different animal because you're you're getting into a different curse in that that situation. That's, that's, that's fine. That is an adaptation that has I wouldn't call that a 
taking an, a source material and, and trans, translating the source material into an anime. That's just an adaptation. Uh, like in some, here's like, the guts, make an anime out of it. Yeah. Really, is what it is. I mean, that's the same. I mean, Pokemon and and Rage of Bahama is the same situation. That's here's a game. It's got these these elements in it. Make it a show. Here's here's a, a a card game. Make a show out of it. Right. Do whatever you want with it. Just in one one case, it was they had a goal, and that was to make it a kids show to sell more of their product, and that worked amazingly. As much as we might not like it, yeah. Rage of Bahama is really a situation where they took it and went somewhere with it that was incredible for adult people, and I'm glad they didn't do a Pokemon with that one. Right. <laughs> like uh, all these characters being kiddish and going off to gyms. All I could think of was gyms. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, I hope that answers your question. It's a really a really long question, and I I I was kind of dreading the idea of not talking in depth enough and. My biggest problem is that I don't. I'm just finally getting into anime or anime. I'm just getting into manga and light novels, so I'm the worst person to ask about it. But I can tell you from experience of what I've dealt with, which is we we've we've had this discussion several times where we when we first did did uh, previews for anime seasons, we were talking about yeah, this director they did this, yeah, this studio they did they did that, and then the the show comes on. It's it's like what is this? And it really comes down to we put too much weight on certain aspects. We put we may, we may put too much weight on the mangaka or the mangaka or the manga itself, and the show turns out bad. You shouldn't do that because again, there's all these layers of things that come together. How much control does the director have? How much weight does the studio have? How much does the animators? How much freedom do they have to create an artistic thing that you're going to enjoy? There's all these elements that come into play with how things turn out, and it's really hard to predict if something's going to be good or bad just based off of names. Yeah, if or anything, if anything, about the only thing that you can get from following, if you follow a manga, is you'll have a general idea of how the story goes. That's about as much as you can get. I can tell you for a fact. You're not going to understand. You're not going to be able to judge the pacing based on the on the sh- on the story. Oh, I hope Attack on Titan doesn't end up as paced as it is in the anime adaptation of what's coming up because it is so stupidly drawn out and it's not even funny. I hope the anime does something with that. <laughs> so I agree with that. It, I, it, like, I'm you hoping like you are the, right with that. You didn't like the the pacing of the show, and I thought that the show was moving a lot faster. Because now it. I know. Because now I read the manga, and now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just finally got it caught up with it. Well, not all the way caught up, but but now I I didn't read the before. I, I I started the manga the manga right where the show ended. So I don't know how it was before that, but now it's like. You guys are taking way too long to explain something that really should have been could have been done in like two seconds because this really isn't that fascinating. So we'll see. Yeah, again, hope you enjoy the question. Thanks, thanks for the question. I, I really, as as much as we joke, we don't really mind too much with how the length of it, as long as it's it, each part of it's important. All right, moving forward, we have a question from Miss One Four Five. Says, "I have a question after listening to the Rulers of Anime." episode i was wondering what your favorite villains are because it sounds like chris would count slain as one of his favorite villains from the way he talks about him did i miss something <laughs> you like slain i can't stand slain <laughs> <laughs> we have to go back again i think 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Miss, you have got to tell me how you got the impression I like Slain. I can't stand Well, I, I know that some people get up, uh, get confused by who's talking at what time, so uh, I could blame myself. Maybe I said something that sounded like, but I, I, I think he's a tool, and what do you think? I think he's a tool, and I can't okay. stand his <laughs> character logic, so... <laughs> Did you watch the recent episode? Uh, no, actually, I, I was getting. Oh, ready to it's going to fix a lot of things. So I, I you're actually, probably going to eat those words. I, I actually started that episode today. So, but I don't think I don't think this episode will fix the reason why you hate him from the last episode of season one. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, anyways, uh, I did want to mention that back in episode sixty-seven, uh, Logan LSR had asked us about antagonists. So most of what we can answer is in that aspect. But, of course, antagonists and villains are completely different. Um, I think villains opens the door to things of the villainous nature. Or the thing that I personally get fascinated with and, and really enjoy, and that's antiheroes. So, whereas we were not, we were kind of getting upset about the idea of bringing up Death Note before, I can kind of bring up Death Note now because it does bring in the element of antiheroes, which I really, really enjoy. Especially... My 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 fondness for World Conquest Vesta plot and the recent Yatterman Knights. I really I thought. love I love villains that actually make sense. I mean, if I can see their logic, if I can if if I have a, a reason to believe that what they're doing is viable in their head. I mean, I think that there's there's a lot of situations where if they're developed well, I, I don't care for villains that just pop up and they're just evil, just to be evil. <laughs> evil back to He's an evil mad scientist, and he's he's been trying to unravel the world's mysteries by my, destroying my, it. The perfect example is Vegeta. I think Vegeta is probably one of the best fleshed out but he's been given so much time, though, and it's it's I sad mean, that yeah, most, he's most actually, villains don't give that much time. That's the problem. You, I agree. We enjoy Vegeta, but him as his first form would have been pretty much all you would get in any other show is that amount of time of oh he's evil he's wanted to destroy the world yeah but we've they've been given so much time to develop him so it's really a difficult it's difficult to point him out but that doesn't discredit who he, his character at all um but i think a huge problem in most shows is that they're just not given that much time to really flesh out a villain they're too focused on let's focus on developing the characters make people enjoy the characters then there's the evil guy. He's evil because he's just evil. And let's go. Uh, the recent one I had a problem with was uh, Dead Man Wonderland. I just recently reviewed that. And the villains in that show, they were trying to give them something. <laughs> it would be a case where you would see these guys pop up. Here's these two guys. They're going to beat you up. Oh, let's show a quick, like, 10-second clip of each one of their past. Oh, they killed somebody. That's why they're evil. All right, let's go. What? What is that? Give me something. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't really critiqued villains as much as I now as much as I used to. I think I've already mentioned before, but Neko's kind of changed my mentality on a lot of shows just because I would not even give something a, a second thought and he would point out the flaws and I'd go, why did you have to ruin that villain for me? Why? So now I overanalyze a lot of the, the villains now, but it's, it's a hard thing because, yeah, I, I think whenever a villain does pop up that has, like you said, they... They sell themselves to you. They they say this is why I'm evil. But at the same time, a lot of the time it's really it, it's 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 situations like I am upset because this thing happened in my past. Thus, I think the rules in the world are bad, and thus I want to break everything. And that's 
just way too typical anymore. So it's sad, but it's hard to think of really any. Just because it doesn't seem like the villains really ever get that much effort put into them. I, I mean, I, I, again, I point back at episode 67 with like Death Note and Code Geass. All those kind of shows had a lot of really great character, uh, great villains in them in their own interesting way. And there was a lot of funnies in that whole episode too. So <laughs> you might enjoy that. I, 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 when, when I read this question, I was like, I think we answered this already. Yeah. Cause Chris was talking about the, the evil ch- uh, child services that were attacking wolf children. <laughs> yeah. But definitely check out that episode if you want to get more ideas. I don't want to sit here and repeat all of them. Moving forward, we have a question from Gamer Colin. says, another question for you guys to discuss. So many great anime that get made are based off manga or light novels. I understand that this is how it is always, uh, almost always been, but as of late, I've noticed that some really great shows have a really open-ended fin- uh, final episode. No Game, No Life, uh, Tokyo Ghoul is the examples he gives. Personally, I don't have any issues with companies spending all their money on on a great show, and then basically saying at the end, "You like that, huh? Why don't you, uh, if you want to see what happens up next, buy the manga or light novel." Where my question comes in, why do some of these companies get us to buy the manga light novels with a great anime, but then have a sporadic updates to the manga light novel? Thank you, somebody else finally sees why I don't like mangas. <laughs> a great example of this right now is No Game No Life light novel series. We all migrated over to the original source material, and then they have uh, jump, they've jump stopped making them uh, or update them once a year. What are your opinions on this issue uh, that seems very prevalent as of late. Um, I will say this. This is not a manga-only issue or a light novel-only issue. This is pretty much novelists across the board. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can speak to one particular uh, show or one particular novel series that is in America that is doing the exact same issue. Um, that would be the uh, Game of Thrones guy, uh, George R. R. Martin. He he, every time he releases a new novel, his next novel takes like twice the amount of time that the first one is. So we're talking about a huge freaking book. Yeah, I I agree, <laughs> and that and that's what I'm saying. It's not like it, they sit down and done. I know, and that's what I'm saying. I think the problem with the light novels, especially, is this: there's a lot of typing and story writing they're doing. Yeah. It's it's and then and having an, an editor actually edit it and yeah. then rechecking out make sure it still looks good. Yeah, and and everything ties ties together. You, I mean these these novelists they do huge worlds and they're they're making sure that everything is lined up. So it's really a novelist issue. It's not necessarily because they don't want to sell it to you. It's it's really just the novelist is trying to get this stuff out. Maybe he's got a lot of gigs he's got to go to, sign a lot of books or whatever. That's just a part of the industry. Yeah, and there's always writer's block. I mean, I'm I'm sure there's There's plenty of them that get the... I mean, I I have the problem, and I don't even write my own content. I'm usually writing about something in a review or, or something like that. And even in that situation, there's just times where you get, you just get, I don't want to type right now. I really don't want to write anything right now. Where is a random news article that I can type about because I don't want to write anything right now? So there's writer's block that, and with the light novels and, and 
and yeah, book novels in general is, is is just there's a lot they're having to write and edit and and get okayed rewriting it. Manga is kind of the only really area that I'm kind of questioning. I, I understand there's still the aspect of them having to draw every single one of these these frames, and they could also get writer's block or drawer's block, whatever you want to call it. But I I agree that that's one of the main issues that I have with mangas and that why I've never really got into them. Now I'm experiencing again now that I'm getting back into mangas is I will I will get caught up and then I'm going where's the next one? What the heck? This was the last one was released like 4 months ago. When the heck is the next one going to release? And then by the time it's finally going to release, I I I've forgotten about it. And then 2 years down the road I'll go back and look, oh hey, they got like 5 more apps uh mangas. Guess I'll have to reread the entire thing because I don't remember what was going on. So that's that's really my biggest issue. But I agree with you. I mean, it, it it does really suck the idea that not only do you have an anime adaptation going, ah, you enjoyed that? Check out the manga. It's got more in there. And then you go check that out and you're like, okay, cool. We got more. Ah, you like that? Wait till, not quite sure. Maybe next year. I'll, I'll release another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's always an issue, and I, I I think that's one of the biggest problem with really getting into. There's a struggle with uh, somebody that likes like an otaku, where you're you're wanting to be at the front end, where you're you're experiencing thing with other people. You're not worrying about spoilers because you're watching along with people, but at the same time, you're constantly getting burned. Where you almost wish like you can step back and go, you know what? I'm just gonna wait to see if one of these things released that's actually done. Somebody can tell me about it, and then I'll watch it. <laughs> But that's really difficult with with mangas and light novels because, I mean, they can go on forever. Uh, just a just a side note because just at what they uh, what gamer Colin happened to mention here, uh, Yin Press I recently announced. Uh, I don't know how long ago it was. I just I know it was recently announced. They are picking up digital uh, light novels. So if you have your iPhone, iPad. Um, and he's waving that, his iPhone around like yes, you can see it. Yes. Grab that Yen Press app because they're going to have digital light novels coming out here soon, supposedly. Maybe. Just tease it. Our last question we have is from Chicago. 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 We'll get it eventually. Um, I know you guys are not too fond of Gundam animes, so I'm just curious, what is it with Gundam animes that turned you off? Uh, did you have a Gundam anime that you liked before? What was your first Gundam anime? I am, I'm also... A f- I'll get the part next. That's the second segment. Um, I don't remember which Gundams I watched. I mean, I watched one way back in the 90s that I think was a late 80s one. I'm not... Not positive. Don't don't quote me on that. Um, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed quite a bit back then. It was just really a case of, I think the psycho babble is or not psycho babble. The 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 just the what's the term? Um, scientific babble or just the the flood of information that they constantly give you that just doesn't really mesh well in the brain. I guess it's just nothing really in there really catches my interest. The character designs, uh, I, I give them credit for definitely everything they do. It's just, there never really seems to be a story in there that really grabs me. And I will admit, I don't give them much of a chance. And so that is a huge part of it. If I see a Gundam, I, 
I think a lot of it really is the the fear of of coming into it and not knowing where it's been. Like the the it's just like hey, you want to watch One Piece? Uh, here's episode 100. Oh, no, I haven't watched episode 1 through 99. I, there's always a fear that there's something tied in from the previous stuff that you're going to miss out. And I think that really does kind of hurt it a lot with me. And I, I know there's a lot of, like, uh, GR that just came out recently uh, didn't really have a, t- a huge tie-in, uh, any tie-in with the previous ones. So I could have easily jumped in that. The only problem with there is they didn't stream it over here, so I couldn't check it out. Okay, I just looked up the one that I I seemed thought I remembered <laughs> ruining it for me, but apparently it wasn't a Gundam. It was apparently a, a show called Zoids. Oh, Zoids! Oh my gosh! Uh, they say that there is no animal Gundam show, so apparently I was wrong on that it one. Would, it would I, probably been Zoids. I, I do, remember Zoids. I do remember that I what I don't like about Gundams is or mecha shows in general is tech like andrew said techno babble dumping tons of information spec sheet of every single uh uh gundam a lot of mecha that there's the, the super screen. awesome mecha but then they just made a new model mecha so that one's going to take out your mecha because yeah. it's got this new technology unless, unless you got a, a super mecha that which magically always has the better weapon better than every new mecha that can ever come out um so yeah it 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 just those it, they they just all tend to do the exact same thing and 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 i guess maybe that's where i'm similar to andrew in those are the particular tropes that don't work for me um i like i said before i don't have a problem with people enjoying them and I will never ever bash them because I do know that they do tend to have more serious plot points um when they're not surrounding themselves in tons of techno babble involving the spec sheets they do tend to have some very serious storylines and um usually are pretty good shows and I I will never argue that point with those shows I just those are the particular things that make me what it is is it's it's almost like i hear a big old sheet of things that this mech has and my eyes start glazing over and then the next part i will totally miss because i'm i'm already dr- zoned out because of the the tech sheet you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i i still give them credit for that i i still appreciate the fact that they're still a huge thing and i acknowledge that it's just i think really for me it, it's it's more of the I'm afraid of jumping in it now because I'm afraid that there's something that I'm going to be missing from the previous ones. And even then they're not available really. And I don't want to go out and buy them if I don't even feel that I'm going to enjoy them because I do, I do acknowledge they do have a lot of that political aspect in there. I usually get lost in the political jargon as well. So that's, that's the other part that kind of, that scares me away. But I do want to enjoy them because I do know that they, a lot of the older ones were back when they would just, have amazing artists that were drawing these amazing looking mechas and they were just fluently moving they did amazing work work on the artwork for these these particular machines and to not appreciate that does upset me that to know that i don't appreciate that as much as i could by actually watching them but it's just the fear of jumping in now i guess is is really the big thing oh it's like it's like um i've i've heard that uh was it uc got back to the original content and 
you could actually watch that and get pretty much an overview of how everything works in the Gundam. And I would love to watch that. I would. But where? Yeah, where are you going to get <laughs> Where? Ugh. Anyways, the second part of the question says... I'm also a figure collector myself, so I wanted to know what got you into buying, uh, got you into toy collecting. I, you cannot believe you called it toy collecting. <laughs> ah, Shikakage, we have to talk. Never speak of toy collecting in the forums ever again. No, I'm joking. Um, if, the, if these questions have already been asked, um, we kind of dived into a little bit of the figure stuff in some of our, like the figure 101 that I did uh, recently, um, but not really particularly the specifically the first ones or anything like that. Uh, originally got it. I was afraid of getting into figures just because the, they are dauntingly expensive. And the idea of getting into them and not really getting the ones that are really extravagant bothers me. So I just never touched it. Uh, but I think when I started getting really back into anime here recently, um, fortunately for myself, I do have a good paying job that can support the idea of actually considering getting figures. Um, so I am, I am, I'm not not praising myself on there. I'm just saying I'm I'm lucky in that I can actually afford it, and I know not everybody can. Um, but it was really the aspect of wow, I I I'm really getting back in anime really deeply. We got this website going. I want to have my favorite characters on my shelf, and I mean I I want to bring them out of that world, and that was really what kind of sold me on the idea of of getting into figures is to bring them out of that world and put them on my shelf, kind of thing. And the first one I got was a Nindroid Miku. Well, of course, I've gotten no, Ren Ryoko. Ren. Ryoko was my first one. Rin-chan was. Ryoko was my very first one. That was way oh, back well, in 95. That was, and That, that was, doesn't count. That was through a trade. And, of course, I've had, like, game ones, but, like, specifically anime-based one. My original was Ryoko. Um, then we got uh, Chris of Rin Nindroid last year. And I got a Miku Nindroid beginning of last year and that was the set off point i mean even though i had like i got a Mila from tales of zillia collector's edition i got symphonia uh chibis from symphonia i think my first true point of really getting into figure collecting was that original nindroid miku that was the one that really sold me that wow um i like these and my wallet's been crying ever since then. We we put in the rest and we got a new wallet. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's the entire question, isn't it? Even though you call it toy collecting, I'm saddened. Chris's first was the. Did we already mention that you got your Renchan? Yeah, Renchan. Well, your first, like the one that you first ignored, one. like you you put the money forth, or did you buy the? No, Ren? you bought Ren. Which one did you actually buy? Was that uh, the Rosen Maiden one or? I think it was the Rosen Maiden. Shinku. Yeah, I think that was the first one. And it's been all down here since then. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have as much money to dump into it. So <laughs> when you can, you when do. When I can. Every now and then he's like, uh, "Did you need this one?" And he's like, "I'm like, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Got like five of them that he's he's planning on buying." It's like it bursts happening <laughs> um yeah i just recently pre-ordered the fifth anniversary azuna azusa and that was probably the one of the most stressful ones i bought because you can't get it normally you have to go like through a french site transfer to euros yeah we're getting to talk about figures again 
Anyways, I hope you, that answered your question. We thank everybody for the questions that you give. If, if you want to ask a question, go to the forums on the otakuspirit.com site. Go to the anime discussion thread and add your question in there. We did have some questions that came through our comment submission area, which if you go to otakuspirit.com, you can, you can hit the contact us button and submit a question there. Um, from, oh, wow, I'm going to butcher this. I know it, so I apologize beforehand. Uh, Zodu, Zudo Takikato. 13 says, if you could be an anime character from any anime, which one would it be? I always hate these kind of questions. <laughs> um, an, an anime character from any anime? From any anime. Tatsuya. <laughs> yeah, why would I mean, you want to be all, a god? Not be god. <laughs> I'll go with Tatsuya also. I mean, I would... Uh, aside I mean, any, whether, whether we like the guy or not, don't it's, like it's irrelevant. Him. Don't it, like he's the show, a guy, so but yeah. why not? Um, There's a side of me that always likes the idea of being Kirito and being surrounded by a harem, but <laughs> well, technically he most too. every harem is whether, that way though. Whether, I mean, he was the worst ditherer in the world, but I mean, he technically. Oh, I'd be making some decisions at that point. <laughs> Suddenly, it's like pop. It's like, who? I'm him now. Let's make some decisions. Um, uh, trendy seven. Why not? He was pretty awesome. There's some dangerous aspects to being in that world, though. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would not last very long. I'd, I'd be, I I'd, I'd make a stupid decision and die. Another question we have from our comment submission is just a guy chimes in and says, "I was recently checking out you guys on I, uh, YouTube channel and saw that you collect figures. I was wondering if you ever missed out on a figure or regret buying or not buying one." Wow, where do we start? Yes, where do we start? Um. I'm gonna say Komari <laughs> right away. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I, Madoka I Magica, was, Ultimate Madoka. No, Ultimate. Well, that one was never in my. I was never gonna get that one. I mean, <laughs> probably end up finding a Komari. No, no, I missed out on my Komari. Hmm. Uh, the biggest one that I missed out. Well, I'm, I'm getting more and more that I'm realizing I'm missing just because I just got into figure collecting last year, and so I'm seeing all the ones that released prior to that that were really awesome that. You just really can't get a hold of really anymore. Um, there's a Bell Dandy figure that is just absolutely beautiful. There's a Bell Dandy plus uh, what's the goddess's name that's with her? Bill, they call her like Bell God or something like that. But anyways, it's a one with Bell Dandy and her spiritual form above her, and it looks just absolutely gorgeous. Um, the Fate Zero uh, Saber Rider figure that's now going for like two hundred, two hundred thirty dollars. I just the the list just keeps going on. There's even one that's from a just a random uh, visual novel from a long time ago. I don't even know the name of it, but the character just looks really cute. But that one also is just too expensive for my taste. But yeah, there's 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 too many to, to really list. But if you if you go on the otakuspirit.com site and go to the forums, we have under the memorabilia section, our wish lists just keep growing, and we keep posting them there. Uh, we also got a comment from Shiloh from the comment section on otakuspirit.com. It says, Hi, I just recently joined the Otaku Spirit, and I am a big fan of your podcast. Thanks for those. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. That's We'd love the feedback, so definitely appreciate it. Um, I, think that's, I think that's all I got. Um, we also got some... I've got a iTunes review from some person we might know called Logan LSR. I'm not sure... Hmm. Is that name ring a bell? I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that I, I recognize that name from somewhere. Might gave us a five star review. 
That's two. good because I probably would have banned him for the forums. <laughs> 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 like one star. I'm Logan Lilsar and I don't like anything. Uh, it says Andrew and Chris over at Otaku Spirit have done a great job at building an awesome community centered around the anime culture. Uh, their anime cast is fun to listen to and a fun way to interact with the host. They do reviews, discuss the news, and answer questions that your uh, the community has. If you like anime or the otaku culture in general, I definitely recommend you give this podcast a listen. <laughs> I'm a little choked up. Are you? Appreciate that. We, we love our feedback. <laughs> There's another one that I, I'm not sure if we... Because the problem with the, the re- iTunes reviews, people submit them, and it takes like a month before it even shows up. Um, so just in case we didn't acknowledge this one yet i want to make sure that we do lance loves gaming's commented with a five-star review says a great podcast for all the otaku out there i appreciate that thank you we love all of our feedback we love itunes reviews we love people just telling other people about us that's what helps people find us that's the best way you can help us help us grow um, but yeah, we thank you all for listening we hope you all enjoyed the answers that we had to these questions if you want to submit your questions again go to otakuspirit.com you can submit it on the contact us button or you can go to the forums and submit your question there or you can email andrew at otakuspirit.com or tweet one of us. You can find all the links on otakuspirit.com on the right side. And y'all take care. Oh. Go to the